Health, Hope, and Inspiration is produced and sponsored by Cancer Treatment Centers of America. Our guest today says she is a better person because of her cancer. Sound unbelievable? Stay tuned for a powerful story. This is Health, Hope, and Inspiration with Reverend Percy McRae, Director of Faith-Based Programs at Cancer Treatment Centers of America. I'm Wayne Shepherd. It is unbelievable to a certain degree, isn't it? It's unbelievable for many people who have not been forced and had their backs up against the wall to truly understand how one can be changed by difficult circumstances. And that's where that statement was birthed from. Here's someone who has walked a a tremendous journey of loss in the midst of being a cancer patient who basically said that cancer changed her. And we're going to understand why when we hear her talk today. Yeah, that's coming up in just a moment. We'll talk with Dorla McAndrew here today on our program. Percy, I always introduce you as Director of Faith-Based Programs at Cancer Treatment Centers of America. What do you really do? Well, in the context of that, I do a lot of things. I know you do. I really do. Uh, I I provide a support for all of our five regional hospitals throughout the United States and all of their uh, particular spiritual programs in each one of those regional hospitals. I align myself with all of the leadership there, making sure that people are aware of who we are, what we do, and the extent of our outreach to the faith community, providing the structure that allows our spiritual programs to thrive. And you can do that because it's based on years of experience yourself working right at the bedside of of cancer patients. It is. For a long time, I was a bedside chaplain. Uh, I've worked with hundreds of thousands of patients and their caregivers. I truly do understand as much as one can uh, what spiritual support is to the cancer community within a healthcare environment. You know the story that's going to come today. Do you have scripture in mind to uh, introduce our guest in just a moment? I do. The the spiritual nugget for today is so appropriate. It is Proverbs, the third chapter, verses 5, 6, and 7 that tells us, Trust in the Lord with all thine heart, and lean not unto thine own understanding, and in all thy ways acknowledge him, and he shall direct thy paths. We're going to hear someone who truly learned how to trust in the Lord with all of their heart. We'll meet her after a break here in the program today. Please visit us online at healthhopeandinspiration.com. You'll find this program archived there to listen to or pass the link along to others or other resources as well. healthhopeandinspiration.com. If you or someone you love is fighting cancer, consider Cancer Treatment Centers of America. We treat the whole person, body, mind, and spirit. Our hospitals in Atlanta, Chicago, Philadelphia, Phoenix, and Tulsa take an integrative approach to cancer care. We use conventional medical treatments to attack the disease. Evidence-based therapies like nutrition, naturopathic medicine, and pastoral care to maintain strength and quality of life. Treatments are tailored for each patient's specific needs. Visit healthhopeandinspiration.com to view our cancer-related resources or to contact our oncology information specialists about questions you may have about your treatment options. Working together under one roof, our cancer experts use leading-edge technologies to deliver precision medicine, personalized care, and spiritual support. Learn more at healthhopeandinspiration.com. Cancer Treatment Centers of America. Care that never quits. As you listen, it's important to remember that no case is typical. You should not expect to experience these same results. 
I'm Wayne Shepherd with Reverend Percy McRae, and Percy, introduce today's guest. Today with me is Dorla McAndrew, who has a very uh, unique story, I think. She's a current cancer patient and survivor, but also interestingly enough with Dorla's story is that she also has had a son-in-law who had cancer and passed away, and she also experienced the loss of her husband. And so today we want to talk to Dorla about being a cancer patient in the face of loss of family members, uh, and a particularly a family member who had cancer, and how she's remaining positive and focused in her journey, and what were some of the things that she felt she needed to address with her cancer care. Today, Dorla, it is so good to have you. Thank you for being on the show. Thank you. Thank you. You have experienced loss. You have experienced uh, the death of a son-in-law as well as a husband. Uh, I believe with your story, your son-in-law was a cancer patient. And uh, you had to come to terms with that and reconcile that while also dealing with becoming a cancer patient yourself. Help us to understand just a little bit of how you have worked through that and how you have managed so far. I just realized that it was all in God's hands because I could not do it by myself. Um, it's when when my husband was in the hospital, right after he was put in the hospital, my daughter brought me a cross, about four-inch cross, that had the footprints in the sand on it, which we, we both said that was the only thing that was carrying us. It was God because we could not handle any of this by ourselves. Sure. So we've learned that if we... It has to be in God's hands because we can't do it otherwise. And so, you know, facing my son-in-law's diagnosis was devastating, you know, because he couldn't have been healthier and he was so important to my daughter and my 10-year-old granddaughter well, at the course, time. Well, of course, absolutely. Yeah. So you're currently, you're still at this moment currently a treating cancer patient and you're doing well. You look fantastic, first of all. It, it's, I'm getting maintenance chemo. I've got a very aggressive form of breast cancer that is so easily to come back and metastasize. It has already metastasized to my right lung first after my parents and my dad died. And then after my husband died, it metastasized to my spine and my bones. So, you know, it's been a constant battle. You know, but you're here. But I'm here and feeling great. And you look fantastic. Thank your you. spirits are good. You're hopeful and you're positive. One of the things that you mentioned uh, that I want us to talk about is the the role of stress. You you've mentioned that, that you said to me that you and God had to get together and 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 come to terms with the stress in your life. Talk about stress. How did it impact you? And, and what did you do to manage and work through your stress? I just had to realize that, that I could not do this by myself because I, I wished I'd have learned it a long time earlier. Sure. I really, really did. Sure. Because once I look back at what happened after my husband died and after my dad died, that I could see that. And I knew when my son-in-law was facing death that I could not let my daughter go through that with me. So I decided, I just started praying more and more. And I've always had a strong faith, but I needed that quiet time with God in order to keep the stress level down. So I would just spend my quiet time with God every day and just ask him to keep me, keep me where he wanted me to be so that when he passed away, my daughter was not going to have to face that with me all over, you know? Sure. And so while, while you're working on your spiritual resources uh, and, and digging into the core of your faith, 
you're still also utilizing good medical uh, intervention. Oh, absolutely. You're seeing your doctor, you're doing your chemotherapy. So you're really amalgamating and incorporating your spiritual core uh, within this process. Because I think it's important that uh, you didn't use that as a substitute no. to, you, no. you You made sure you added it to the experience. And how important was it for you to be supported in your faith within a clinical environment? How helpful was that? It, it's it's everything because they have taught me that you how you fight cancer with your with everything. You know, it's it's the mind, body, spirit and all of that 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 makes it work. I've done the exercises they told me to take. I use an elliptical every day for 30 to 40, 50 minutes, you know, every day. And they have, I've been so surrounded with love from church groups and, and neighbors and everybody that you just felt like you had so much support through all of this that you could handle stuff that you otherwise couldn't handle by yourself. You mentioned your church community, obviously from a spiritual care perspective. At the end of the day, when you were able to be empowered to work all of those areas together, did you feel that 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 strengthened you in a way that if you had just had one or two of those operating in and of themselves, you may not have been as strong to move forward as you have? Because I'm looking at you and, and, you know, I would never be able to guess if I saw you on the street corner that you have that you currently are treating for cancer, though it's maintenance, but that you've had two previous bouts of cancer before Three, counting the original. Oh, I'm sorry. God forbid me leave out <laughs> one of the others, three different bouts of cancer. Yeah. And you look fantastic. And I feel fantastic. I'm, I mean, I feel blessed. I truly, truly feel blessed. And every day I wake up and I say, God, I know I'm here by your grace because you have a purpose for me. Yes. So, and this, I say every day I say, okay, what are we doing today? And this turned out to be part of it. <laughs> This interview, but I didn't plan on that either. Well, and you know, and not to add any additional stress—no pun intended—to to, to your purpose. You know, you're you're speaking to probably millions of people. And what's interesting about your story, if if I may, is that you've seen both sides of the equation. You know, your 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 story is not just I woke up this morning and and I I used my faith along with good medical care. You you've experienced loss of a loved one who have who has passed as a result of cancer, and of course a husband uh, from other healthcare related issues. And yet here you sit and stand and talk about how blessed you feel. I I really want to highlight that dichotomy. I don't know if there's a lot of people who would be able to put that into some perspective to be able to say both of those out of their mouths at the same time with the conviction that you do. What what else is driving? You said your purpose. What do you think your purpose in life is right now? That That's in God's hands. I'm not sure. It's, okay. I don't know what it is. I can tell you this much, though. I know I am a better person because of cancer. It has taught me and my whole family so much. We've learned so much about what's important in life. So how so? Give give us some specifics of how you are now a better person as a result of cancer. I don't know if the average person can process that right now. It's just, it is, it's, it teaches you about what's important in life. You don't, you don't sweat the small stuff. And, and in my husband and I case, in our cases that we were looking at the fact that we were, you know, something was going to, I was going to be the one to pass away. So we were treasuring every moment that we had 
Because you just don't know what tomorrow is going to bring. Okay. So let's see if I can break this up for our audience. Number one, appreciating the time that you have. That's what I'm hearing you say that you, you treasured every moment, every second. Sometimes I think, no, not sometimes. I believe that people who are not dealing with the effects of sickness and disease believe that they have forever. So they put off, they don't focus on certain things. They take things for granted. One of the things that you learned was to make every second count and matter because tomorrow's not promised to you. Okay. Not even thinking it was going to be my husband that died. Sure. We were thinking it was going to be me, but we learned to treasure every moment and the grandchildren that I have seen born since my cancer has been such a beautiful blessing. You know, it's just, you know, I'm just, I just feel so blessed by every day that God gives me. And I don't know what he has in mind. I really don't. It scares me sometimes. So, you know, treasuring every moment and then not, you said, not sweating the small stuff. You can't. What kind of small stuff did you used to sweat that you don't sweat oh, any longer? Oh, I was a control freak about everything. <laughs> okay. You know? I was such a perfectionist, you know, about everything. Really so, ridiculous, you know. So, so you're saying you're not in control anymore? Is that what you're I'm saying? Not, I'm definitely not in control anymore. <laughs> God is in control, and it's wonderful. So you gave, I love it. You gave up the will of the car? Is I that did. what you're telling me? I gave up the car. I, He's in the driver's seat. Because I, I saw a bumper sticker one time on the back of a car that said that, that uh, God is my co-pilot. And I mm-hmm. thought about that based upon what you're saying. If that's, if that bumper sticker is on your car, you need to switch seats. God's in the driver's seat. <laughs> I mean, there's no doubt in my mind at all. Like I say, I, every day can sometimes be such a beautiful blessing because I'll have a, a phone call and I'll need to go do this or talk to somebody or do this for somebody. And I love what God has me doing. It is amazing. It's such a joy every day. So you're treasuring every moment. Absolutely. You're not sweating the small stuff. No. You gave up the wheel of the car. Yep. How many of us are still trying to control what happens to us, when it happens to us? And you're saying it took cancer to help you to understand that you're not in control any longer. It has taught me so much. And I am, it's crazy to say, but I am grateful for what cancer has taught me. I, I am, I'm, I mean, I. Wait, wait, wait. You're grateful. I'm grateful. For what cancer has taught you. And going through it because my life is so much better because of cancer. Wow. It is. It's learning to trust God. That's all it is. Even when you don't understand it, trust God. Because when you look back on it, you can understand the things that he does so much better. And learning to trust God when you don't understand it is something that is keeps me going every day, and, and it's it's amazing. Doyler, I have been in the ministry for 32 years. I was born and raised in church. I've never felt more inspired than I do right now. And so I thank you me. for your testimony and thank for your you. walk. Continued success as you touch the lives of people. Thank you for your story. Thank you. It's my pleasure. God bless. Thank you. What a precious, precious lady. Wow. And hallelujah. Mm. Uh, I don't want to sound churchy here, <laughs> but I was moved beyond belief. I could tell you were. Yeah. It, it truly was moving to hear someone who has experienced by the perception of many such hardship and difficulty personally uh, with other family members and yet still be able to say, 
that I trust in God. Yeah. I was asking myself as I listened, could I respond that way? And I know it's the grace of God, you know, given to us in the moment, but it was very inspiring. Well, Wayne, your question is valid. And and I'm not sure if any of us could really legitimately say what we would do or how we would react. We don't know until the time, do we? Until we're placed in that situation and under those circumstances, then we we're, we're tested by the fire at that point. But we can prepare. Well, preparation obviously is key to any and all scenarios and, and, and being uh, engulfed and framed with the word of God will become essential under those type of situations. And that's why I like uh, the verses that you read earlier from Proverbs chapter three. Well, and again, it reminds us as, as we go back to, you know, verse number five, trust in the Lord with all thine heart and lean not unto thy own understanding. Again, our understanding begins to creep into scenarios when we feel stress and pressure and anxiety and our mind is going all over the place. We can't lean to our own understanding in those type of circumstances. We've got to really lean and trust in on who God is and what he means to us at yeah, that point. We've got to fill the well up before the crisis comes, <laughs> don't we? It's true. And in many cases, people tend to want to have their will filled after the fact and 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 that's not the time to be in a crisis Much try to have more difficult it is it is so we have to uh continue to be reminded that circumstances in life uh, happens to good people uh we're not necessarily out of the will of god or out of the purpose of god but we do have to be equipped with the word of god under tremendous circumstances when they do come before us sure glad we had that opportunity to talk with dorla here today this is health hope and inspiration and we'll return in just a moment go to our website for more health hope and inspiration.com If you or someone you love is fighting cancer, consider Cancer Treatment Centers of America. We treat the whole person, body, mind, and spirit. Our hospitals in Atlanta, Chicago, Philadelphia, Phoenix, and Tulsa take an integrative approach to cancer care. We use conventional medical treatments to attack the disease. Evidence-based therapies like nutrition, naturopathic medicine, and pastoral care to maintain strength and quality of life. Treatments are tailored for each patient's specific needs. Visit healthhopeandinspiration.com to view our cancer-related resources or to contact our oncology information specialists about questions you may have about your treatment options. Working together under one roof, our cancer experts use leading-edge technologies to deliver precision medicine, personalized care, and spiritual support. Learn more at healthhopeandinspiration.com. Cancer Treatment Centers of America care that never quits. And welcome back to Health, Hope, and Inspiration. I'm I'm still just stunned by the testimony we heard today from Dorla McAndrew. I know that each person's story is different. We love to hear them all, don't we? We do love to hear them all. And that's the beauty of, of the work that, that I've done over the 20 years. It's the beauty of the show that we do. Uh, people have unique and specific stories that are relevant to them and their experience. And there may be others who may walk uh, a very similar path, who may have a very different type of experience and Mm -hmm. outcome. So this is not about a cookie-cutter format. This is about telling the unique stories of people that we have access to that ultimately will give us a deeper appreciation for, again, walking a universal, unique walk 
and an individual walk with one's cancer journey. Yeah. Well, let's go back and revisit some of the points that Dorla made today. They're, they're worth revisiting, I believe. Well, she made some, some profound statements, as you witnessed and as I witnessed, that I thought uh, we certainly want to kind of at least uh, highlight. Number one, I thought that it was important to hear her talk about how she managed her stress. Cancer patients experience stress. Cancer is stressful. Cancer treatment is stressful. And, of course, her situation with what took place with her husband and her son-in-law was extremely stressful. And she talked about how she had to reconcile herself, that she had to simply decide to get with God to help her manage her stress, Mm -hmm. not necessarily to remove her stress or to eliminate it, but to help her work with her stress. I thought that was a very powerful uh, statement. Indeed. And I I had to laugh, of course, with you when she talked about being a control freak uh, and having to learn to give that up. You know, God's in control. Right. And again, how many of us, I know I can certainly, I'll put my hand up, Wayne. I don't know about how honest you want to be. Okay. My hand's in the air too. Yeah. I'm a control freak. I am. And my wife listening to this is probably writing no sense. I can't believe he's admitting to that. But again, how much of any of us are we trying to control what happens to us? And in trying to control things that are out of our control, it is creating stress in our lives. We've got to make a conscious decision to do something with that and give that up. She said for her in this situation, she had to get with God to help her manage her stress and give up her control. Yeah, it's not just giving up control and and not feeling stress. You got to turn it over to somebody. And in her case, she chose to turn it over to God. And that's exactly what she did. And for her, that helped her to manage through some unbelievable circumstances while being a cancer patient. She also talked about that she fought cancer with everything that she knew, not necessarily with everything that there was there to do, but with everything that she knew that she had to give herself to that entire process that was mentally, that was emotionally, that was nutritionally, and obviously spiritually, again, talking about the integrative therapy concept that we talk about all of the time uh, on this show. She says she had to give and, and fight cancer with everything that she knew to do. And I thought that was a profound statement. Yeah, she made use of all the tools, the technology, the medicine. Evidence-based medical care that was available, but then all of the other supportive therapies that she felt was of of importance to her that would help support her through this process. She exercised that and she allowed that to be part of her experience. And so we want to continue to talk about, again, understand that there are other avenues and other things potentially that one can do that may have an impact upon uh, their process, their experience, and certainly to empower them to work through uh, the journey that they're on. Isn't it amazing that the people who are going through it teach us who are trying to help them. It's true. 20 years for me, and I'm asked this question often, you know, how have I been personally impacted by supporting cancer patients? Uh, One of the statements that was made by Dorley is that she learned to stop sweating the small stuff. (laughs) Uh, I I have to tell you that, again, being a control freak by nature, I am learning and continue to try to practice not sweating the small things that are just not that important at the end of the day and focus on what truly is important. Cancer patients have an advantage, theoretically, that many of us don't have is because 
they accept the challenge of of having a life threatening disease, which means I need to make every day count. Mm -hmm. I need to focus on the things that are important to me right here and right now. And in many cases, the little small things don't get on that list. We got to take that off. And so learning how not to sweat the small stuff, I think, is a lesson that many of us need to take back and start practicing as soon as possible. All right. As we wrap things up here today, take us back to Proverbs. Yeah, it's a great scripture. And again, this spiritual nugget for you uh, and for all of us is Proverbs 3, verses 5 and 6, that basically says, trust in the Lord with all thine heart. We heard Dorla say that she learned how to trust in God because of her cancer and lean not to thine own understanding and in all thy ways acknowledge him and he shall direct thy paths. We can't necessarily direct our own path. We need someone to help us with that. We utilize a lot of different elements and avenues to help us do that. But from a spiritual perspective, she said, and this scripture helps us to understand that God helped to direct her path as she stopped leaning to her own understanding and as she trusted in the Lord. Percy, we'll see you again next week at this same time. I'll be here, my friend, if you have me, because we've got many more unique stories to tell. We sure do. This has been Health, Hope, and Inspiration. We're found online at healthhopeandinspiration.com. Four words, healthhopeandinspiration.com. Or call our toll-free number for cancer treatment options available from Cancer Treatment Centers of America. The number is 855-929-HOPE, 855-929-4673. And thanks for listening to Health, Hope, and Inspiration. Health, Hope, and Inspiration is produced and sponsored by Cancer Treatment Centers of America. If you or someone you love is fighting cancer, consider Cancer Treatment Centers of America. We treat the whole person, body, mind, and spirit. Our hospitals in Atlanta, Chicago, Philadelphia, Phoenix, and Tulsa take an integrative approach to cancer care. We use conventional medical treatments to attack the disease. Evidence-based therapies like nutrition, naturopathic medicine, and pastoral care to maintain strength and quality of life. Treatments are tailored for each patient's specific needs. Visit healthhopeandinspiration.com to view our cancer-related resources or to contact our oncology information specialists about questions you may have about your treatment options. Working together under one roof, our cancer experts use leading-edge technologies to deliver precision medicine, personalized care, and spiritual support. Learn more at healthhopeandinspiration.com. Cancer Treatment Centers of America care that never quits.